Welcome to the Inspirational Corner with me, your host, Alicia Bolton, as we encourage you here to live bold, live loud, and live authentically without apology. Welcome to another episode, everyone. And if this is your first time listening in, I encourage you to hit that subscribe button or that follow button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else where podcasts are streaming so you will not miss out on any new episodes. And with all that said, let's get into today's episode. This will be a two-part series episode as I'm talking about things that need to be redefined. So So today, I am talking about redefining the strong black woman dynamics. So lately on social media, I've or maybe in the last couple of months, I can say I've been seeing different celebrities talking about letting go of the strong black woman. So you, you will see, uh, the black girl luxury aesthetics. You will see this, uh, the, uh, soft life aesthetics for black women. I've been seeing these different things through social media, uh, platforms like Instagram and TikTok. And when I was doing a a little bit more research and getting more of an understanding on debunking the label, the strong black woman, I can resonate because of course I am a black woman and I've been a black woman all my life. And so when you look up the word strong in the Webster's dictionary, it is defined as the capacity for exertion or endurance. And most of the time when somebody is called strong that you're you're a strong person i believe sometime there is a sense of pride that is taken with that word and people feel like you are giving them a compliment however i can say over the last decades decades upon decades black women have been called strong um the label has been just a strong black woman we have not been connected with any other word but being a strong black woman. But over the last couple of years, I could say within the last two years, we have truly decided to choose to redefine that label of the strong black woman and what it means to us as African-American women. And so I can truly go by my story and the identity of the strong black woman. I know when I was growing up, when I was growing up in my childhood, my mom would always say that she was raising me to be a strong black woman. And I had no idea that later on in my life that I would not really embrace this term, the strong black woman, due to how this label was stigmatized by society. So as I began to grow into womanhood, I really embraced this term, strong black woman. It was truly like my badge of honor to wear this superwoman cape that I began to uh, take on as a woman. And as I was growing and, you know, and being able to carry the weight of the world on my shoulders, not realizing that this label made me seem like I was a superhuman woman and that I could just take on anything in my life. And so it truly became a strain for me. 
I could say within my uh, mid to late thirties, uh, the strong black woman label became such a strain and such a weight on me because everyone depended on me to be this superwoman. You know, I would have friends and family, you know, that would, you know, depend on me to always be strong and all the traumatic things that I would transition through. I became angry because nobody would ask me or, reach out and say, how are you doing? Nobody, I felt like nobody was concerned about my well-being because they felt like, oh, she's strong. She's resilient. And now don't get me wrong. I am a strong woman and I am resilient, but at the same time, I'm not superhuman. I'm not a superhero. And so when you see the label for African-American woman as the strong black woman, there is a rebellion and I don't want to say a rebellion, but there is a transition that is going on because we have embraced that label and it has truly hindered and hurt us in so many ways in our society. So for me in 2018, I was going through so many different transitions, especially in my career and, you know, where I was living at the time. And I hit a place of burnout and I began to slowly deal with this strong black woman syndrome and this superwoman syndrome that was connected to the strong black woman. And I had to unravel it and get to the root of it for myself because I knew I wasn't happy. I got tired of I got tired of being the only person in my friend group, everybody coming to me for advice. But at the same time, I was catering to that because I didn't realize my worth and know that I wanted to be needed. It felt good to be needed and be the strong one in my group. But I I realized how much it was killing me on the inside or tearing me down on the inside because I, nobody was there for me. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm so strong, but I'm human too. So I'm not allowed to grieve. I'm not allowed to cry. I'm not allowed to feel pain. I'm not, not allowed to be soft or be feminine because when you think of different words being connected to the black woman, you don't hear a feminine black woman, a soft black woman, a wealthy black woman, an intelligent, a extraordinary black woman. You just hear strong black woman. And I think in not only in society has played into this narrative, but I also feel like as a black culture, we have played into this narrative, which have left black woman, the black woman feeling lonely, burnt out, deprived of her right to be feminine. And I think for me, I, I, I can say in my opinion, it has allowed us as black women to take on that toxic societal masculinity um, in our culture where we have to be so masculine um, to be strong black women due to um, our culture and the history and things that we have been through in our past. And I just think it has did us a disservice and an injustice. And I feel like now in this new revolution of women that we're taking back our power, we're making our voices heard and standing up for our rights. We are 
redefining terms that have crippled our growth. And it has crippled our growth because it has put a ceiling on how far we can go. We're no longer limited by society's labels and stereotypes, but we're starting to create and control the narrative. And I could say women as a whole, but especially for African-American women, we're starting to control the narrative and realize that our potential and how we want to be viewed is limitless. So I want to give you all a couple of ways you can redefine that strong black woman dynamics. If you are a black woman, African-American woman listening in to this episode on today, I want to give you five dynamics to truly redefine that strong black woman's woman narrative. And these are things that I have personally with my own uh, journey walked through. So number one, ask for help. If you need help, reach out to someone. It's okay to ask for help. Needing help does not mean you are weak. It does not mean that you are helpless or hopeless, but it means that you are brave enough to trust someone with your vulnerability. To me, when I used to, I couldn't ask for help because I let my pride get the best of me. So let go of that pride and ask for help. Asking for help is you letting go of feeling like you got to carry on the weight of the world. And then you, you're trusting that you can be vulnerable with that person or with that community. Number two, you don't have to be the strong one. And this is important. If you are the only person in your friend group, in your family group, um, where everyone comes to you for strength, then you need to find another circle. But there's a twofold to this. If you find that you like being the one that everyone depends on, there may be a greater or deeper issue that you need to really tap into and really heal from and seek therapy. Because I know for me, like I said, I enjoy helping everybody. And I didn't realize that it felt good for other people to need me because I didn't feel worthy. So I felt like if they needed me, that made me feel worthy. Like that made me feel like I was good enough. So it was basically, I was looking for validation from people saying, Hey, you know, coming to me and I need your help for something. It just made me feel like, okay, they need me. You know, I'm, you know, I feel validated by them needing me. Number three, it's okay to say you don't know. People may identify you as a strong black woman because you seem to be the expert on everyone's problem. And I'm telling y'all, I was just like this. It seemed like my phone would ring, not with people calling me and asking me or checking up on me and saying, hey, Stylisha, how are you? How, what's going on with you? People would call me because they knew that I was their therapist and their counselor for free and that they can just dump on me because I was allowing it and they would could tell me all their problems. They knew that I was going to give them an encouraging word, pray for them, inspire them, and they was able to, to feel uplifted while I'm feeling heavy with the weight of their drama or not even drama or their issues or problems. And so 
I had to learn to say, you know what? I had to learn to give up that, that idea that I was the expert, you know, as being a strong black woman or being a strong woman that I'm, I'm the expert and I know everything. And I think as black women, we feel like we have to be the expert on everything and we don't have to, it's okay to say, you know what? I don't know. Um, I can't help you at this time. Maybe you should seek some professional help or somebody that's more of an expert in that field. I'm learning. And now my phone don't ring. And like I said, in the last maybe five years, I have, um, truly went through that process of telling people, Hey, I'm not your therapist. I'm not your counselor. Um, I, I had to get to a point where I had to stop answering my phone because, you know, it wasn't other people's fault. I was just, they were just doing to me what I was allowing, but I had to get to a point and have deep conversations with, you know, with, you know, some close people and say, Hey, I, I mean, I just want you to know, you know, and it would be out of love, but I would just tell different people, Hey, I, I cannot no longer take on your issues. And I know you may be venting, but it's not fair for me to dump on you. Cause you're not a trash can. It's not fair to you to dump on me. It's too much. It's too heavy. And I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist and I'm not, uh, what can I say? Licensed to professionally help you for the things you need. And that's why we got all these platforms, better help therapists. We got all these platforms now where people can seek therapy and get the therapy they need, whether it's a therapist, whether it's prayer, where there is spiritual counseling, whatever it is, they have access to these things and you don't have to be the expert that they run to. Number four, create a new narrative about the strong black woman. I truly believe it is up to us to create new stories about about a black woman. Now, true enough, we cannot control what society believes or what other people think, what other cultures and what other races choose to believe about us as black women and about us in society. Because, you know, there's going to always be stereotypes of women as a whole, but especially because I'm speaking from a a black woman's perspective, there may always be stereotypes about who a black woman is and what she is. And I could think about one of the stereotypes is that black women are angry. And I thought about it like this, black women are angry. And that stereotype is synonymous with the strong black woman because black women are angry for embracing this strong black woman stereotype or label because they've been carrying the the weight of the world for so long that they're not happy. And so it's hard to be happy if you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders and you're accepting that from society. And even like I said, even within our black culture, we have accepted it, but not anymore. Things are truly changing for the better. And the last one is representation. Um, I know a lot of times in any culture, whether it's Chinese, um, Hispanic, um, black, white, you always are look, you are always consistently looking for representation, seeing people that look like you. And I know, especially in the African American culture, we do. Cause when I look at YouTubers, when I follow YouTubers, if I'm looking for wealth, I'm, I'm looking for a wealthy 
black woman, you know, not saying, you know, I'm not looking at all the other cultures, but I'm going to be real. I'm looking for people that's, that look like me. When I look for living abroad, I look for people that's actually African black people that's actually wealthy and abundantly living abroad, which I have connected with other people, but they're not black. So you just, you, you want to connect with relatable people. You know, when I look for fashion, I look for women that's, you know, curvy like me, you know, that, that look like my body type. So I know that I'm not the only one having certain struggles with certain clothes that they have the same struggles that I have, but they making it applicable to me where I can say, Oh, I could buy that. So we all do it, but I feel like the best representation is ourselves. We are the best representative as a person to make sure we are expressing ourselves in the way we want other people to see us. Although we look in for representation, how about we be our own representation of what we want other people to see and what society to see and view about who we are as a whole. And instead of allowing society or playing into the narrative of the world, um, with the strong black woman or, or other words that will be used to define a black woman or a woman in general, I am learning to change the narrative by creating the life that I desire and thinking of different adjectives beyond strong. Like now with my mom, me and my mom talk, she'll be like, I raised you to be a strong she don't usually say strong black woman, but she say strong woman. And I, I, I usually say, yes, ma, I am a strong woman, but I don't mind crying. You know, I don't mind releasing my emotions now. I don't feel like I have to hold them in and be stoic. And so this is creating another conversation with me and my mom, you know, and she has even grown and took some things that she's poured into me and I poured into her. Like, I don't have to be this strong woman, strong black woman all the time. I get to be soft. I get to be feminine. And I can see an evolution within myself where because I let that superwoman cape go, I've allowed myself to be more vulnerable. So that has allowed me to tap more into my feminine essence, my feminine energy, embracing my femininity as a whole, you know, and I think as black women, that's what we need, you know, to let go of this superwoman cape and let go of the toxic, toxic masculinity that we have embraced, which is a, a societal way of living. We have, have embraced this toxic masculinity and getting back to our feminine essence will help us heal, but healing is a must in order to move forward. So, you know, here at the inspirational corner, it is always meant for me to inspire you. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to share it with somebody and just, you know, any, any episode you have enjoyed, just share it. You know, you can always go to the blog to read also each episode. So with that said here, you know, we always encourage you to live bold, live loud, and live authentically. And until the next time, everyone, have a beautiful, blessed week.